0: Before we actually go into the podcast I want to have a couple of disclaimers. So when I say nothing sucks I don't mean nothing sucks. Some things do suck. Racism sucks. Gender inequality sucks. So when I say nothing sucks I'm strictly talking about the arts. Movies, music, literature, any, any form of art for that matter. What we do in this podcast is we take a movie or a song that is unanimously considered bad so bad that people don't even think it's debatable whether it's good or bad and we do just that we debate and we try to find good in things that are considered objectively bad I'm Murugapan and I'm your host for the morning evening or whenever the hell you choose to listen to it with me I have Aditya V Parashar who's a singer rapper musician and a lyricist he's contributed to several Kannada movies like U-Turn, Shuddhi, and humble politician Nagraj, to name just a few. But mostly he's a friend who agreed to be with me on the podcast. So, <laughs> I guess, hi. Hey,
1: hey, how are you doing? I'm doing
0: good. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, in the past couple of years, there's been a rise of unconventional musicians, if I can call it that. This phenomenon has been given the name Cringe Pop. And the musicians I'm talking about include Dhinchak Pooja, Venu Malesh, Om Prakash Mishra, etc., etc. So what are your general thoughts on this movement called Cringe Pop?
1: So uh, what I feel about this is, uh, initially, the entire process was only about watching it for the irony and just laughing about it. So that was the point where it was harmless. Right? Yeah. So you just he's just watching like a video or just like a random nine gag sort of a video which you watched. What happened after that is that escalation you see, where where it went from just something you laughed about to something which was trending. Then it went to something which is now what everybody's trying to do now. What do you think like the appeal is in that? See, see, music is objective. It's, it's very like you there's some people who really enjoy classical, there's some people who hate classical.
0: You mean subjective?
1: Oh, ra- oh yeah. yeah, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, yeah, yeah, I stand corrected. Thinking in that way, yeah, there are some people who enjoy this. There are some people who enjoy cringe pop. But again, there are some of them who don't understand what music is. Some some of them think, like this is rap.
0: So I've seen like in comment sections of like Venomalesh and Dinsha Kuja where
1: they get offended that it's labeled cringe pop. Yeah, so there are believers. They think that's like, you know, okay, that is the shit. that is rap music. So these guys don't understand music. In the way it has to be understood like for rap for example and, and the artists themselves don't understand it's not just the audience like Om, this Om Prakash Mishat calls himself a rapper where he's nowhere close to being a rapper and there's like there's no coordination his lyrics don't make much sense at all it's very random and it feels
0: like it's like two different tracks the beat is on one track and Absolutely. the song is yeah like...
1: it's like it's like two different directions they're going at. so so the problem I don't I don't know where the problem actually lies it's, it's it's, it's on both sides, if you think of it. I mean, you mean the
0: audience and the artist? Yeah, and the
1: artist, at least in this case, as far as what I've seen. Because these guys don't know that they're, you know, they're being uh, terrible at what they're doing. They, they believe in what they're doing. They think, I'm on on track and I'm actually making a good song. And that's what's happening, I feel, uh, through cringe pop, Like, there are some really talented guys, there are some genuine music uh, legends out there who are probably not well-known, who are Still and starting I... off in and they have a rough way like everybody does. So those guys need to uh, not be affected by this, which is happening. I feel those guys are getting the stage, they feel a little cheated.
0: Audience generally don't try to like come to a conclusion whether I like this song or not, but rather they would think whether I am interested in listening to this song or not. And if they're interested, they keep listening and they play it on loop and they eventually become a fan.
1: And also, uh, the fact that you know the human mind is designed that way. When you keep feeding something again and again and again, it suddenly starts to accept it. So it says, "All right, fine. Let's see. Let's see what this is about." And and we try to find something which we might like. And it's designed that way. I'm not saying everybody will like it, but that's how you. That's how people start gaining fans. Like that's how even the genuine artists. What you think about? Hmm. That's how. That's how they. You know, find fans because people connect to something in their music. Same way in this cringe pop, what you're seeing, people are connecting to something, probably of the stupidity or probably of the catchiness. It is catchy at one point.
0: It, so, it is catchy at many points.
1: Yeah.
0: So <laughs> sometimes I can't like stop saying yeah, Daru, mean, I Daru Yeah. Daru.
1: <laughs> so you go like that. So uh, there are some some factors which are you know sticking into onto people's minds. So that's where I think these guys are finding success.
0: One more appeal I think uh, is mm-hmm. they have like music videos that they have. Feels very homemade. Exactly. You see someone like you getting popular doing something. You see like, ha, huh, this is relatable to me. Even though you don't relate to what they're saying, you relate to the person who's saying it.
1: Correct. No, that's what. Like, hopefully I won't make videos like that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, you know, uh, as you said, yeah, it's very relatable. Time will tell, yeah. Yeah. I, I, oh no. <laughs> You know <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah it's very relatable as you said in that way because it's, it's something localized as hmm. you said and, and, and like for example this one line from uh, this home yeah. guys uh, video is this uh shop sought gauka the sought mail gauka is used in a lot of context while people talk they're like uh, probably in a bar they're like ek or sh- ek or sort dal. and they're <laughs> like if I did something good in in uh, you know, in, in my office, if I've achieved some job well done, Like, hey, short they say that, right? Yeah, yeah, agree, yeah. So, it's like that, That
0: that's why... So, genuine fans, they say it's open to uh, interpretation, interpretation, right? Yeah. So, we saw this, uh, I, I think, writer from the BuzzFeed or Scoopoom, I'm not sure. Uh-huh. So, uh, she was telling how this entire thing was anti-feminist and uh-huh. how it was like degrading women. The thing is, when you don't, like, respect the artist who's putting it out, like, Om Prakash Mishra, you, you don't, like, respect them enough to, like, even, like, admit the fact that he could have meant it the other way rather than mm-hmm. to degrade women. Yeah. It's, again, like, coming back to, like, experiment, uh, experimental art and, like, genuinely bad art. Only when you know, like, the artist who's behind experimental art is capable of doing it intentionally, mm-hmm. you can get that it's open to interpretation. Otherwise, you're like, ah, the director didn't know what to do, so he just left it as an open ending. That's a very possible thing, right?
1: See, there's this one thing which uh, I want to bring in here. This this, this factor of how you can trash talk, how you can make racist, sexist jokes only with your close buddies. Because you know that they will take it in the right sense. They will say, okay, fine, yeah, he, he's not that guy. He doesn't believe in that joke. Hmm. It's just a joke that he made. Same way, uh, people uh, who've been condemning this guy, this Om Prakash Usha guy, for uh, that video saying it's excess, he's a potential threat to the society and all that stuff they don't know him they, they probably don't know, he didn't he didn't really mean that he'll go and like sort my dialogue it's not like that, he, it's not like he literally means it is and uh, and also, what what can you expect from someone like him you should also think about that, I'm not, I'm not undermining him but I'm saying from that, from what you see of him you can't think like, okay, he, he can be an influencer but he
0: is an influencer, right? I think like that's the whole point. Like somebody who you think would never influence people is ending up influencing people. That's, that's the whole cringe.
1: That's, that's the, the cringe pop issue. Yeah. It's not it's not a sexist issue. That's the cringe pop issue. I agree with that. Yeah. So uh, that's something we have to wonder. Like, how far have we let it go on? It's it's gone to like uh, reality shows now like one of the hardest shows like I don't know how many people like big Boss or not that's a debatable thing yeah. so there are like 1, 1. 1.6 billion people in this country and let's say 1 billion people don't watch it there are 600 million people who watch it' still watching it yeah. and and that kind of a show it's, it's it's one of the most difficult shows to get on and people like Dimchak Puja, Dimchak Puja who are like just cringe pop stars famous for the ridicule uh, videos they put out. They are getting there with wildcard entries without even applying for the show. So it shows, it, it makes us wonder, have you like just it?
0: how big has it gone? Yeah, right?
1: and, and it what, what it does is, while it inspires some sort of people who want to do something in their lives and they're just like being a little uh, insecure and they're like, let's not put it out. While it inspires, in, and that's one way to look at it, the other way and a huge problem is that it is it's degrading a lot of people who actually are good at what they're doing like for example uh, there are there are some musicians who were performing in like bars they they're doing gigs every time they're trying to make some living out of it and they're trying to pursue their passion right. now, when they look at Dinja puja or om Prakash and the kind of popularity 15 10 10, 10 15 million views that they get they wonder is this worth it How should i even pursue it is there any future for me when such people are getting... No, but a... I
0: think this could also have, like, a positive no, impact. There are
1: two there are two sides Yeah, it. I agree with that. Like, this is one side, like, people get inspired what and is... one genre is created.
0: Yeah. No, I'm not saying just the cringe pop, even, like, other genres. Like, their whole approach to music is, like, interesting to me because, like, until recently, except for, like, a couple of big names, like... Honey Singh, Singh is also back into the industry, he's mm. a mainstream singer now, mm. but before that he used to be an independent artist yes. and Nuclea was an independent artist, he is an independent artist and he's huge. Yeah. These are two names that I can think of in the Indian music scene that have crossed over to like a mainstream audience. Even, well, ra- even dikshit Yeah, Raghudikshit if I think of it in South India. Yeah. yeah, so these people have like transcended into like a crossover act okay. despite like being like true to their element right mm-hmm. what usually happens with like musicians in in india especially is music is always treated as a companion piece it, it goes with films it goes as jingles with right. ads it goes with plays but not an exclusive <laughs> industry nobody sells the product nobody sells music as music yeah. but you but if you see all this like Cringe pop artists, when you see Om Prakash Mishra, when you see Dinchak Pooja, when you see Venomalash, these people have their songs out on streaming platforms. They have their songs out on iTunes. Correct. I, I'm not sure how many people are buying it, but they're giving it like those.
1: They made it to iTunes.
0: Yeah, they made it to iTunes. That's an achievement. They've, I don't think like many musicians, like local musicians even think of like putting it out there because art has always, like music has always been an art as much as it's been commerce. Mm-hmm. Like, you're putting out yeah, something right. because you want people to listen to it, right?
1: Yes, yes, agreed. So, uh, see, that's what, now that movement which is happening, uh, overall is a good thing. The kind of independent scene,
0: as long as right. that movement is like a culture and not the sound. Yeah. Because I don't want to hear one more exactly. Dharu, I don't want to hear one more It's My that, Life. That's
1: my point, like, if these guys can pick up their popularity and say, Alright, fine, let's now we have the stage, let's do something different. We've done this fine. Okay, that's that's okay. But then, if they can bring in something else into this, if they if if they keep doing the same thing again, in a country like India where trend is the next big thing, like like people just follow trends, like like just close <laughs> their eyes,
0: and just go at it. So I agree. Like people just like hop onto trends and they keep. They keep trend. doing it.
1: So if that's a very dangerous thing. Yeah. If this thing. But continues. then again, these people are breaking the trend of like. Yeah, huh. I agree. that The that, entire thing
0: is like this shouldn't become a trend, trend. in itself.
1: Huh. So if they can capitalize on this and do something different. And uh, also through this podcast, we we'll will have to also uh, try to put out saying though this cringe pop thing is one big thing now, it can never replace the original music. And, and the uh, artists who are going through uh, some hard phase in their lives need not worry about it because even today, uh, if you put out good stuff, if, you're, if your uh, music is giving out the right vibes, you will gain platform no matter what. When people like Dincha Puja are gaining platform, you can definitely gain platform.
0: And the confidence these people exhibit is
1: almost like
0: I, I don't know, it's mind blowing. It's like those innocent
1: child uh, confidence. You know, Like when you're a kid, you don't worry about what you're saying, you don't care about who is there or who, what people might feel, you just say it. So that kind of confidence when you have like, a
0: little training in whatever you're doing, if you're a trained musician and you have like even a, an ounce of
1: that confidence, yeah.
0: you're gonna go places. Go
1: places, exactly. Like every, every that's that's right. Like as adults we develop this complex, right? Like I'm probably not a extraordinary guy, I'm just a normal guy. This is what we develop. These these guys, this Nja Puja and all these guys, they've probably not got there. They've not gotten that complex. So they're like, I'm just gonna say what I wanna say daru 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 acha lagta hai so let's let's just say it you know it doesn't matter who is getting a religious sentiment is a, like all that is not seen so so that confidence as you said is a very good thing and if any artist uh, who is genuinely working on his music or her music and trying to bring in something new to the industry if they can take that ounce of confidence as you said and if they can uh, utilize it in the right way they can go places so that's one thing you can take from cringe pop having said that we should make sure this cringe pop uh, genre is controlled and not I
0: escalated. Think, I think like the cringe pop thing, the entire movement is, is could be a great thing if it works as a transition phase between like the, you know, manufactured like music mm. that only comes out with movies mm. into like independent music. Independent music, music If yeah. this is a transition mm. phase, there couldn't have been a better like, way. Like
1: how you have it in Hollywood probably, like, right? you yeah. know, they have a separate industry for music. Yeah, exactly. So if, if if cringe pop can bring in some movement on that side, then it's very good. I don't I don't mind it at all. And anyway we just have a laugh at it. And I think everybody has to probably take it that way. Just let cringe pop be one of those things you laugh about. Like like how like how you go to a stand up comedy. You just sit there, though offensive joke, you laugh at it and you come back. You don't say, Oh, like, that guy believes in that. You know? But but I think the reason people
0: don't people do take it seriously is because you're you're never sure if the cringe pop art is intense. To be uh-huh. that cringy, or if he really means when he says, "Hey, auntie come, yeah. kya But
1: now I think uh, after yeah, probably the first few videos, yeah, that doubt might have been uh, relevant, yeah. yeah, right. So now that now if you look at their Facebook pages, if you look at their Twitter accounts and all this, they have somebody handling it. Like, obvious, it's very evident that they have a PR team now, and they're you know marketing it in the right way. They're trying to understand the trend, and you know they like there are like merchandise coming out.
0: Uh, for Puja, yeah, so which is crazy because, like, the music, how much can you pay for a CD? Like, asking people for more than 100 rupees is gonna be like, a, I, I don't even think 100, also, they're like, 100, like, yeah, that's coupon? <laughs> and like, streaming platforms have enabled, like, no one's gonna buy music anymore. I, I think this is like in India, I don't think anyone bought music anyway. Now we are able to like pay very little amount and stream it. And then because we are paying very little to the streaming platform, very little goes to the artist through the music. Correct. Correct. So the only way like musicians, like genuine musicians can make money is through merchandise, through advertising on through, their like, videos. The record
1: labels also. Exactly. Actually. Yeah. So if, if that can, uh, you know, that can be magne- magnetized, I mean, magnified, magnified, rather, yeah. sorry. magnified through this moment, then I will totally up for it. And again, like I said, just, just keep it simple. Like just laugh at it and let it go don't bring in sexist angles, threat tangles, and oh, what's happening, culture again, all that stuff. Let's, let's not get in there. I and think
0: th- like the thing is, uh, yeah, we have to like communicate to the older generation that there is like several degrees of uh, irony. It
1: will take time. Like I understand uh, why people are against it and I, understand I do, why yeah. the police is also against having such campaigns or publicly. I understand that. It takes some time to transcend. And for them to accept it, it has to show some positive outcome
0: but I think by the time our like previous generation understands there were several layers of irony to it yeah. hopefully the cringe pop movement would have ended but then the transition to like independent like that should show. have happened yeah. yeah that
1: should have but I, I don't think so I don't think people understand it this uh, seriously you know they, they just laugh it out yeah I hope it stays that way but if they do understand if the people who are responsible like for example, people who got Dingsha Khan, Big Boss, if they can understand that, you know, we can also bring in the- other other independent musicians and give them the platform. If they can understand that, if Gingshop is making them see that, then that's great. But common people will probably just watch it for the fun of it.
0: Exactly, yeah. The, you, you don't have to analyze everything. Exactly. The thing is like artists, as artists, like myself, yourself included, when we see this movement, we should like think of it as a culture shift, not as like the future.
1: Yeah exactly. I, I really hope everybody will see it that way. I, and it should not become uh, the next big thing and you know people start putting out more videos. There
0: are good things to take out of it, which is like you know selling your art and like actually making a living or the confidence of
1: it. you get out of it.
0: yeah There are good confidence things obviously, but the music is sadly not one of it.
1: I, think I can categorize it as music.
0: Yeah. It's, it's, there are some basic like, elements. It's like performance art if you really think about yeah. it.
1: Yeah, exactly. Some like well, some people think slam poetry is not poetry. It's like that. Yeah. I, I understand that, but see, at least with music, there has to be some uh, basic regulations that you have to follow. That that's something you can't live without. It's like oxygen. You can't breathe you no, can't live without it. it. So I agree. For yeah. music, that is very essential. So I think these guys, even though
0: they're breaking the mold. You can't break the mold little by little. They broke out of it. They hashed out of the egg. Now it's our, like, like musicians, like independent musicians. It's like our duty. More like it's it's what we have to do is, like, you know, break out of the convention, but still make sure it sounds like music. Yeah,
1: it still is not, like, so miles apart that now I don't know what it is. You know, from music. So, that is very important. Even though uh, this is the trend right now, We should make sure that it's, we understand why it is a trend and not like capitalize and say, okay, this is what people want to do. Let's
0: do it. Let's keep doing it. Let's not hope. Let's hope that this is not one more trend like that. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I really hope so. If if that's, if that's good, then
0: yeah. I guess we're done with the episode. Yeah. I know. (laughs) (laughs) It was a long episode. How long was was it? It was. Yeah. Thanks. Oh, it's not that long. It's like half an hour.
1: Good, good. That's when good. I edit it,
0: it'll be like 20, 20 minutes. Yeah,
1: yes. yeah, yeah. That's peace. Good, this is nice. Uh, yeah. I really hope that this podcast uh, you know, gets to people. And yeah,
0: and I was thinking of, of actually recording it in Canada since this is Canada, Raju Sava and both of us can speak
1: Canada. Yes, but I was right. just
0: being cautiously hopeful that we get a national audience. So I'm <laughs> like, ah, let's just record it in English.
1: Yeah, I, know. I really hope I don't offend any of these guys. Because I've had people do this. Like when I'm putting out something which has to reach out to the national audience or, or a wider audience for that matter people are not typing if you had typed in kannada it would have been better you know if uh,
0: sometimes uh, we want like a, as artists we also want like a wider audience right? which is why I, one more thing i just want to like go back to the sure. cringe pop movement. sure sure the thing sure. is like uh, all most of these artists have like english songs right Yeah. like venumalesh has an english song yeah. there are several cringe pop artists has, who have english songs and they're not that polished with their english yeah they still like go ahead and do it with their own little accents Mm -hmm. and i think that actually helps their popularity otherwise like some local musicians i see they just like emulate like the western musicians these people bring in their own flavor to it even though they're trying to like reach to a wider audience singing in english
1: yeah yeah. see i but again i think uh, they're probably doing it not to reach out to the audience they think it's cool like you know, like With when a, I say uh, babe, what's up, I'm doing great. That that <laughs> accent, it's definitely you can clearly say it's a fake accent. Again, okay?
0: yeah. But
1: then what what these guys think is the Western accent is cooler than the Indian accent. Anything on the other side of the grass is greener. Obviously. Yeah,
0: all yeah. So
1: so that's how it is, and they think yeah, let's let's be cool, bro. Let's like make one <laughs> English song, right? Let's just go there and like say, baby, I love you. I'm very, i like,
0: very, very, i very, 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 very and it's catchy.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so uh, the audience is going to I mean, it, it's just about the laugh i believe the cringe pop is just about how how ridiculously funny it is how outrageously funny it is so these guys wouldn't have analyzed so much like let's like reach out wider but it, you great. think
0: you think of something and you do it yeah, which this is what is, we have to take out from
1: it yeah. besides like the music The catchy aspect. thing the the accent and their lyrics all of this is the, not intentional it's it's just it just clicked for these guys it just happened and and it they became a thing now probably now what they do the next kind of uh music is I i don't know if it's music but it, probably that will be intentional like yeah like the prt might sit down and say look this is why you got popular and so keep doing, doing all it all. yeah yeah Cro- I'm my for it. Idea. <laughs> all
0: right all right Thanks, thank you Johnny. for being on the podcast hey cheers, cheers and thank you for listening so far if you did listen to it so far. If you have suggestions on what I should talk about next week or who my guest should be, you can reach out to me through the links in the description. So until next week, I guess it's, I guess it's, bye.